0: not because I'm filled with obscure guilt that I step gently over and not upon an autumn cricket. I possess empathy. I share that sympathy and compassion which extends beyond the barriers of class and race and form until it partakes of the universal whole. From Lauren Isley, 1907 to 1977. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for the first quarter of the Hunter's Moon, October 8th to 15th, 2010. We'll start out this morning with the Mountain Report. The view from the mountain marinates the soul in a smoky sauce of equal parts awe, nostalgia, and sadness with an added measure of peace. The colors of the birch, ash, maple, and oak in the chilly white October light bring whirling visions of those we knew in autumn's past, tumbling through our memories like glowing leaves torn from the trees by the north wind. Driving along the man-made roads in our man-made cars, seeing the man-made buildings and power poles and mailboxes, we feel trapped in a cage of our own making. But seen from the mountain, those man-made devices disappear into small, rough spots in the vast expanse of forest, stretching away to the north, the south, and the west, all the way to the horizon lost under a spreading quilt of orange, red, and brown, being slowly drawn over the land as it prepares for a long and peaceful sleep. Here's a rank opinion. The other day I was gently chided by one of the sweeter souls at the town hall for referring to the uh, blankety-blank, or was it the bleepy beep tower on the mountain in the unofficial guide to Aonagioh. Now, I don't have a cell phone myself, but I think they might be very helpful for emergencies. Unfortunately, it also seems that they may cause as many emergencies as they help. I'm not opposed to such towers in principle, but why there? This one stands on land that is absolutely unique and declared to be forever wild, and yet technicians regularly drive their ATVs up the ghastly tote road gouged through beautiful woods, to service this ugly, noisy, and obtrusive tower. It's a privately owned industrial operation in the middle of one of the most pristine places on our peninsula. The tower is not a necessity, it's a convenience. And we've destroyed too much wildness for the sake of our own convenience. So if you'd like your own copy of the now controversial Unofficial guide to Awanajo, just send a self-addressed stamped envelope to me, Rob McCall, P.O. Box 911, Blue Hill, 04614. Meanwhile, citizens of Brooklyn, Brooksville, Sedgwick, Camden, and many other towns are turning out in large numbers to discuss the proper placement of cell and wind towers. This is hopeful news showing that awareness is rising on alternative energy and the importance of local control over utilities. And it shows that citizens are moving in the time-honored, unpredictable, chaotic American way. We make the road as we go. And here's a saltwater report. While whirring wind turbines disturb dreams elsewhere, we hear good news that Washington County and Eastport have recently won a $1.4 million federal grant to begin manufacturing tidal turbines. This proven design might remind you of a huge old-fashioned reel mower anchored to the bottom of tidal channels to generate clean power silently and invisibly on both the ebb and the flow. Eastport is a great place to start, but there are many other tidal channels along the coast that might be suitable too, from Bath to Bucksport, to Blue Hill Bay, to Taunton Bay. And finally, some seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First from Henry David Thoreau, 1817-1862.